With me now is Ollie Peterson, 6PR Perth Live presenter. Hey, Ollie. G'day, Heather. Okay, so the former department chief reckons that the RoboDebt Royal Commission findings prove that public service has lost its way, but how has he reached this conclusion? Well, it's um, Jane Holden, who's worked in the public service for some time as well, reckons that basically people that work in the public service are a little too scared or they're living in fear. They don't understand the act. I mean, that's just bulldash. You're ultimately there to work on behalf of the government, for the government. When you look at it this way, Heather, and forget about political sides for a moment, the government of Australia and New Zealand, for that matter, are the biggest businesses in the country. And they should be held to that account. I mean, they obviously go through the business of parliament and there's checks and balances. But if you're working for the public sector in Australia, you're working for Australia's largest organisation, you have to know your responsibilities. Ministers come and go. But you have to pass on that information. And the fact that nobody in the public service, and sure, no ministers either in the Morrison government checked out the legalities of robo-debt, is just an utter disgrace. So the Royal Commission findings are one thing. People will be served. The Corruption Commission that's been established here will investigate. But the fact that people that work in the public service have forgotten what their role is or they don't understand the Act, well, that is, as I say, it is laughable. That is not an excuse. You're working... With taxpayer dollars, it's obviously affected people's lives with the robo-debt scheme that has been abandoned, which actually cost people their lives. This is some really serious stuff. And if there are people in the public service who are losing their way, then they should be sending big alarm bells around the country today. Yeah, what are they going to do about it, though? Well, that's the billion-dollar question, because there are so many public servants. Uh, There are so many people as well who obviously are not properly trained. Now you have to go through and what, retrain them? Who's going to retrain them? How Mm. much is that going to cost? How's that ever going to work? It's a great question you ask. Yeah. Hey, how are you guys getting through so much plastic? Isn't that odd, right? We we are, apart from Singapore, the biggest plastic wasters in the world. And I find that bizarre because where I live in Perth, we, you know, got rid of a lot of single-use plastics and I'm on the keep cut bandwagon. I don't have plastic <laughs> straws anymore. I don't even, you know, go to the grocery store, Heather. I take my reusable bags these days, even for the fruit and veg. But <laughs> we've got a problem here in this country where we can't actually recycle all the plastics that we are using and we're shipping them offshore and paying other countries to take it away. Uh, but how this is a stat. They reckon the food wastage we have in this country, if you threw out a hamburger that just had a bit of tomato, a bit of lettuce, a bit of cheese, a patty and the two slices of bread or the burger bun, that's the equivalent of turning on the tap and leaving it on for 90 minutes. Like that just blew my mind, the fact that we're wasting so much food and causing so much damage. So between the food wastage and the plastics, we Aussies have got a lot to do, but we're pretty good at cricket, but let's not talk about the ashes or the wallabies on the weekend. Now, hey, have you seen these tearless onions? Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, have you seen them, though? Yeah, I have seen them. I don't know if they work. I haven't tried one yet, but I'd like to. Yeah. Okay, what do they look like? A standard onion? Yeah, normal onion. They just look exactly like your normal brown onion. But they've been able to, uh, you know, use some different cross-breeding of existing onion varieties. So I don't know what you do. In my house, I put on the, I put on some goggles when I go to cut an onion so I don't cry. Oh, yeah. I don't, do you know what I do is I just cut it and just run around like a, like a weirdo for a while. <laughs> Hey. So nothing so, new is what you're trying to tell me. No, just, just everybody looks at me and goes, oh, she's just acting up again, just as per. But are you telling me that, that, that Woolworths has got their hands on these things and if you cut them, you do not end up in that situation? Correct. It's called the Happy Chop, the unique onion. It's here in Australia. It's been in the US, been in the UK. Now it's on shopping shelves at Woolies in Australia. I'm sure you'll get them soon. And they're called the Tearless Brown Onions, the Happy Chop. It's a limited time only. 
and they're running off the supermarket shelves because yeah. this has been one of you know the world's greatest problems: how to stop crying when you cut onions. I know. How do you do? You honestly put the little glasses on, Ollie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the do goggles. Got, okay. the, got the speedo goggles that just sit there, and I put them on. Mm, you guys are weird, eh? Ollie, thank you for that. Appreciate it. I'm looking forward to those onions. Ollie Peterson, six PR Perth Life presenter. I've never understood that, eh? Like, I. I, I I don't know. Do you open the window and then it kind of makes it better? I don't know. It's just one of life's weird conundrums that some of us have like, that was the one good thing about wearing contact lenses when I used to have the eyes that were buggered, was that you didn't get the crying because you just didn't have an eye. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.